This message comes from NPR sponsor McDonald's. McDonald's supports Ronald McDonald House Charities, who provide space for millions of families each year to spend quality time together when their child is in the hospital. McDonald's, serving here. You're connected to All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. I am with, well, they're in Nashville, Ann Powers and Julie Height. We were all together for Americana Fest 2018 and uh, the Americana Music Awards. We're going to do an Americana Fest recap today, playing our highlights, some discoveries, or a lot of discoveries for me. But I want to start off because some people, like, you know what country music is, and you might know what roots music is, uh, but uh, Americana, sometimes big question mark in people's heads. The Milk Carton Kids hosted the 17th Annual Americana Music Awards. They started the award ceremony off uh, with this little jaunty number. Country song that's a little too political A feminist anthem that's a bit too literal Your lyrics are biblical Your Twitter feed is liberal You ain't mainstream cause you look atypical Forget the pop charts, you ain't on them You need Americana A folk song with no discernible chorus Bluegrass waltzes and Civil War stories I Dakota Hano Original, traditional and old-time string band Clothing is conditional An R&B cover with pedal steel on it I guess that's Americana So what if your songs are a little too sad And your publicist is your mom and dad but you keep on rolling in the back of that van Ain't no clue when you'll be home again But when you're up on stage every night It don't seem so bad Take it No I'm not taking it You're not gonna take a bass solo? I don't even play the bass, Joey What even is Americana? A trade group, a Grammy category, subgenre, an annual award show with Emmy Lou on it. Don't need to see the envelope, Isbell won it. A home for all of us who don't fit in, who just wanna write and play and sing and hear real music. Whatever you call it, I say it's called Americana. So what do you say, Americana? You paid $500 for a week-long conference, so let's get on the same page. Stop asking the question. It's Americana. Joey Ryan, Kenneth Pendergale, the Milk Carton Kids. Joey's a tall one. Kenneth is not. Uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, my gosh. I love that. So this is the first year uh, the Milk Carton Kids were the hosts of uh, the award ceremony. Jim Lauderdale did it before. And he put his own spin on that song in, in years past. But uh, Milk Carton Kids brought a different feeling to the, the award show, I think. They're, they're such droll, humorous fellows. Yeah. So discoveries for everybody, or just favorite things that they saw. Uh, Julie Height, do you want to start with some music that you fell for this year? Sure. I guess we could start with Amethyst Kia, Ooh. who I was familiar with a recording that she released a couple of years ago, but I had been waiting really for a couple of years for the chance to see her live. So finally got to see her live last week and was not disappointed. She's a Tennessee native, but she got into old-time music in college. She happened to go to East Tennessee State, which has you know, a pretty robust old-time and country and bluegrass program and is reinterpreting and making relevant some old songs and also writing her own. And, I mean, she really is important in reminding people that there is a great tradition of African-American old-time musicians. I mean, that was something that she, uh, when she discovered that in college, she just got excited about going down that road and putting her own spin on it. So I love that she sings in this really rich, low vocal range, kind of like Odetta, you know? I mean, just a mm -hmm. straight from the chest resonant thing. And I mean, I heard her do a fantastic Dolly Parton cover of Jolene mm -hmm. that she said is gonna be on her upcoming album. 
And um, you said Rihanna so Giddens was going to be back up singing on that too. Oh yeah, yeah. but I love I I love so, that she just but, you know by virtue of the way she carries herself and who she is and how she presents herself, she seems very much of our moment now. So I chose one of her originals, Wildebeest. It's in a blues vein, her version of blues with a bit of biting humor to it. Um, so I'm interested to see how, you know, some of her other new originals will uh, will compare with the stuff that we've heard so far. But I think everybody who got to see her for the first time this last week was into it. Let's, I was. Let's, yeah, me too. Let's give a listen to Wildebeest from Amethyst Kia.
Whoa, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her you up saw at, her. At, at City Winery, right? A, a little upstairs space and nice and cozy, her and acoustic guitar. Oh, my gosh. And I love that, but, but I love this. Yeah, that uh, that is Amethyst Kia and her Chest of Glass, which, I mean, that's a band that she was playing and recording with a couple of years ago that did a little more of a psychedelic blues rock thing, but she could totally hold her own just with acoustic guitar and banjo, and she's a powerful performer because what she's doing is so immediate, and she also knows the history of it, both of those things. Just as Julie said that she'd been waiting to see Amethyst Kia for a while, I had been trying to see this band called Birds of Chicago. It's a band that Julie's actually written about quite a bit for NPR Music. Um, They recently relocated to Nashville from Chicago. At Julie's encouragement, I went to Third Man Records, caught their set, and um, I knew I was going to like them because I love their recordings. At the heart of this band are a married couple, JT Nero and Allison Russell, each of them has a unique style of performance. I mean, Allison is uh, rooted in kind of a gospel soul style, but she um, defies the cliches of that kind of performance. And, and JT is, um, you know, indie rock. He reminds me a little bit of Glenn Hansard. It might be the curly hair, but he's eccentric and expressive. And they come together in this fascinating way that just like makes you feel the dynamic of their marriage, their uh, artistic partnership, and their earnest mission to uh, inspire and uplift the audience. And I just love this set, which uh, had many peaks and valleys, but one of which was their rendition of their song, American Flowers, which is an anthem of resistance and of celebration of what America can be. They got everyone at Third Man singing along. You know, it was church, but in the in the most secular, broad definition of that word, as you'll hear when we listen to the lyrics of the song, American Flowers by Birds of Chicago. I've seen American flowers all across this land from the banks of the Shenandoah along the Rio Grande. Do not feel the winter blowing in the hearts of men. I've seen American flowers, they will bloom again. On the south side of Chicago, man who's not yet grown went out for a ride, but the car was not his own. Well, he did not see the stop sign or the boy on his skateboard. And now he's lying broken on the ground. Nobody around. He could have, could have drove away. Put on over to the curb and he ran out where he lay Used his hoodie for a pillow So little man, you're gonna be okay And he waited for the ambulance to come I've seen American flowers All across this land From the banks of the Shenandoah Along the Rio Grande do not feel the winter blowing in the hearts of men. I've seen American flowers, they will bloom again. Tender was the night down in the Tenderloin, in an alley off O'Farrell Street, in the neon glow. She finally caught that dragon A mile from Chinatown She took her wings and eased her body down She gave a little shudder But no pain, she felt no pain And she knew that she was back on home In Morgantown again She could smell the lady's slippers And the wild thimble Mama, I was just mad I never meant to leave I've seen American flowers All across this land From the banks of the Shenandoah 
along the Rio Grande. Do not feel the winter blowing in the hearts of men. I've seen American flowers, they will bloom again. Laying roof in Texas is the job for someone younger. And so is catching fastballs from your grandson in the summer. There you are saying, come on kid, let me feel that hummer With your back and hips and knees on fire And he said, come on grandpa, when you gonna let me throw a curve And you're looking back at him in the sun And you feel your heart is bursting Let me keep him from himself And those that mean to hurt him if that be your will, oh Lord I've seen American flowers All across this land From the banks of the Shenandoah Along the Rio Grande Do not feel the winter blowing In the hearts of men I've seen American flowers They will bloom again Stay in Northwest Ohio In the amber waves of grain And the assemblies of crows There rose the two twin spires Beside a golden dome The Islamic mosque of greater Toledo I was flying down the highway When it caught my eye I was sipping red cream soda I was listening to Johnny Prine And I saw that golden dome Against a pink and purple sky I was singing, don't let your baby down I've seen American flowers All across this land From the banks of the Shenandoah Along the Rio Grande Do not feel the winter blowing In the hearts of men I've seen American flowers They will bloom again That's Birds of Chicago based in Nashville, Tennessee. Now I'll be seeing them as much as possible in the next future, near future. And they got a, tw- a tw- that's an older song. They got a 2018 album out called, uh, what is it, Love in Wartime? Came out uh, early in the spring. Uh, I'm going to pick one. What should I do here? You both know William Prince? In fact, I didn't know that much about him until we all ended up in that blessed room with him. Oh my gosh. He's one of uh, those artists that uh, completely draw you in and you want to hear all of his stories. They have an immediacy to them. They, he sung a, a song about uh, having stolen something when he was a child and what he wouldn't do now and he kept making reference to things he used to do in his life and things he wouldn't do now and I just wanted to give him a big hug when the song was over <laughs> uh, <laughs> absolutely he's, he's from Manitoba you and all of Canada Bob he's a big <laughs> star up in Canada <laughs> <laughs> well I'm going to play uh, a song from his uh, his current record uh, of William Prince the record's called Earthly Days I'm going to play a song called The Carney and I'll give you an idea of that sense of storytelling uh, that William Prince has One half of my two oldest friends Took a job till the summer's end A wonder show and a pop-up tent Kicking dust in every small town And out of work 
In the end, a few hundred a week ain't that bad, my friend. Don't think he ever picked up a wrench in his whole damn life. Buzzing lights in the mosquitoes bit. Thought for sure that he'd quit. Just as soon as the nighttime hit, well, he proved me wrong. Cause by the end of it, the tilt world and the zipper zip. And he had both hands in it from sun up until they tore down. Most these folks ain't like most these folks. Keep in mind that some folks lie. And if you ever need a place to go, just look for the neon signs. Popcorn, soda, and caramel apples. Three weeks in, all we couldn't stand. Sleeping on a paper thin mattress. Praying for the rain. Fist fight almost went in the fire. Garbage tattoo of barbed wire. Covers the arms of this kid named Kyle. Who swears Joe stole his wheel. Fairground littered with happy families. Painted faces and cotton candy. The kind of life that would be just dandy. Then who run the ride? Guess that's just carny life. Cause most of these folks ain't like most of these folks. Keep in mind that some folks lie. And if you ever need a place to go, just look for the neon sign. Most these folks ain't like most these folks. Keep in mind that some folks lie. And if you ever need a place to go, just look for the neon signs. Look for the neon signs. I love that song. I, I was so fascinated with carnivals as a child, so that really spoke to me. <laughs> William Prince was raised on the Peguis First Nation in Manitoba, Canada, and what a dear heart he has. Those stories were just quite gorgeous, and that one was a story of his friend who, you know, had a guitar, but wound up running to the carnival. People are really honoring John Prine a lot at this Americana Fest. I feel like William Prince is maybe a true heir oh, to John a, Prine. That is wonderful. I love that you said that. I agree. I also saw a bumper sticker while I was at Americana Fest on a Kentucky car, and it said, John Prine is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I responded I responded to that post, and so did Allison of Birds of Chicago, that we both have that bumper sticker on our refrigerators. <laughs> I have one in my bookshelf. <laughs> that's incredible. I love that. <laughs> oh, boy. Julie, take us to something good. All right. Well, I uh, went to this wonderful house party that had a bunch of great acoustic music going on in East Nashville, and that was the first time that I had the chance to hear the uh, string band trio Lula Wiles, who are based in Boston. And it's three women who met at fiddle camp growing up. Then they all went to Berklee College of Music and formed this band. They just won me over because they're virtuosic musicians. They have a great three-part vocal blend, but they all write and they all sing. And they just have such a, a clarity of perspective and tone of voice and such biting wit. You know, they just seem like young women who know their minds and flex their intellects and their chops and really capture the awkwardness of contemporary communication, the ambivalence of texting and that sort of thing. And they have a country waltz about colonialism that'll be on their upcoming album. But I chose a song from the album they put out a couple years ago, One More Night, because it feels like real speech. It just kind of rings true what someone might be thinking and feeling in a bar with someone that they've got their eye on. Beautiful. Here goes Lula Wiles. Well, there. 
So yeah, you can you can hear hear what I mean about them, you know, just kind of nailing what people, what you know, a, a young adult might actually think or feel, <laughs> how they would express it, you know, um, someone with certainly someone with wit. But uh, obviously, there are drums on that song. I did not hear them play with drums, but uh, but yeah, I think they're I think they're great, and I can't wait for the new album that they said will be out in January, I think, or early next year at least. That's great. That's Lula, L-U-L-A, Wiles, W-I-L-E-S. So uh, I have a band not so dissimilar, and I think I'm the only one who didn't know about this band. Do you do you both know the group Mipso? Indeed. Uh, indeed, indeed. Where was I? They're up to their fifth <laughs> album. I'll tell you where you were. You were going to five million shows a week, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and walk right by theirs every time. So this is a, a group from Chapel Hill. They remind me of a band who's probably newer than them, River Wireless, who I dearly love, who I also discovered down in Americana Fest a number of years ago. I want to play a song from, they've got a new album out. It's called Edges Run. And uh, I'm going to play that title track from Mipso. such a Bob Boylan song. It's perfect. It's such a cool arrangement. I mean, that is that just shows what you can do with a string band. All those those ambient guitar parts and yeah, it's yeah. kind of kind of a new musicy edge to it or something. Amen to it. I wish I knew more about Mipso, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna dig into this album. <laughs> There's so run. much to learn, Bob. <laughs> it is, and, and just getting back, my head is spinning from hearing and discovering so many things. I put uh, an Instagram on the Tiny Desk Instagram today of just five things I discovered. But there were so many during the course of the week. So it's a good week. Just so people 
who've never been to Americana Fest before we take a quick break. You know, it's spread all over downtown Nashville. And beyond downtown Nashville, I mean, East Nashville. There was actually the uh, WMOT NPR Music Day stage was out by Centennial Park and had amazing sets by everyone from Richard Thompson to Sam Morrow to um, the Cordovas. It was great all day long, every day. And it goes on from, well, it was, what, Tuesday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Depends on your interpretation. <laughs> to some people, it started Monday. To some people, it started Sunday. <laughs> and for some, it didn't start until Tuesday. And for me and Julie, it's all year round. <laughs> True. <Awesome>. True. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Indeed. If you're hiring with Indeed, you can post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions, then zero in on your short list of qualified candidates using an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash NPR podcast. It's all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan. I'm here with Ann Powers and Julie Height, who are in Nashville. I'm in Washington, D.C., but we were all together for Americana Fest this past week. And we're talking about mostly discoveries and powers what you got. You know, Americana Fist is great for discovering that, that band you've never heard of before. It, it's also sometimes uh, the setting for, for like an anointing. And uh, Rustin Kelly played a set at the Mercy Lounge, part of the Cannery Complex, that really felt like that. Kelly is a longtime part of the Nashville music community. Um, he's a songwriter who's uh, written on Music Row for big country stars like Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw. He's also been making his own music for quite a while and f- uh, has released his debut full-length album, which is called Dying Star, recently on Rounder Records. Um, this is a record that, you know, it took me a minute, to be honest. Like, it has a kind of recessive, introspective attraction. Uh, it's not something that hits you over the head. It's the story of Kelly's um, struggles with addiction, frankly, and the lyrics are, are very dark, but the settings are beautifully pop. Um, I think he realized these songs wonderfully, and his set at the cannery just, you know, it felt like that moment. He is going to have a year. Things are going to happen. He brought Casey Musgraves out to sing with him, Everybody was in the room rooting for him, and it was a brilliant moment. So let's hear a song from Dying Star. I chose one of his uh, his uplifting sing-alongs. It's called Faceplant. It took too many pills again. It took too many for a week, didn't eat, didn't sleep, came to hit it all again. She's probably gonna be pissed. She's probably gonna be pissed. Throw my shit in the yard to keep my car if I show up to her house like this. Oh, it was a dark December. Not even a
won't you take me back? It ain't like I'm tricking on the corner for a crack, baby. Won't you take me back? Oh, it was a dark December in the city of angels. I was coming down, and I was too stoned to remember. Come too far to turn back now. Come too far to turn back Rustin Kelly continuing that long-standing country music tradition of being the messed up guy that the woman has to take care of. From Chris Christopherson to Towns Van Zandt to Steve Earle. We've seen it before, but he's putting his own stamp on it, and I think it's pretty good. And you know you know what's funny to think of? Um, his dad is his steel guitarist. So, I mean, he's got his dad and his Oof. band while he's singing about, wow. you know, acting out, turning yeah. tricks on the corner for crack, but practically. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. see, so you, you called that a dark song, but I I think it's every bit as funny as it is dark. Mm-hmm. It's it darkly is, humorous. As Robin Hilton and I often discuss, it's a happy song about a sad thing. That is the <laughs> ultimate pop formula. That's awesome. Little Jackson Brown in there, too. Yes, yeah. yes. And James Taylor, for sure. Yeah, like I hear that. Again, that like attractive recessive <laughs> that dark attractiveness that is you know so potent and works all the time in pop music. I went to a showcase of Memphis-based artists, and I was really pleased that I got to see Taliba Sophia for the first time. I mean, she's a Memphis native who spent a little bit of time in the Brooklyn music scene and then came back to Memphis and has been making music there since. And, I mean, she's a, a singer-songwriter. There are some jazz inflections to what she does and definitely an element of neo-soul, Erica Baidu sort of neo-soul. I think sometimes she frames her, her songs with acoustic textures. But I tell you, when I saw her perform live, she also reminded me of Millie Jackson because she was just fearless. She was, you know, performing for a tent of people who didn't know who she was, and she was just zeroing in on people, speaking directly to them. She was witty, she was body, she was frank. So this is one of the few songs that Taliba Sophia has released. I think there's some more uh, music coming, but this is a song called Middle of the Night, and it's, you know, it's got a great little bit of a neo-soul um, acoustic singer-songwriter vibe, but you'll get the idea. Don't try me 
There you have it, Taliba Sophia, middle of the night. I think that's kind of the perfect embodiment of that slightly sleepy middle of the night desire kind of vibe. There was someone in Austin I saw, oh, uh, uh, Sudan Archives, uh, mm-hmm. you, who used rhythms in the same way and the way the voice flowed in and out of the beats of the music. Uh, it also uh, it felt very familiar. I, I like that a lot. And the funny kind of silly song at the beginning by Milk Carton Kids that I adore did in its own silly way point out that the boundaries of this music uh, is, is fairly massive. And this year, I, I think those boundaries really expanded, or at least we, we saw a concerted effort on the part of the Americana Fest organizers to push the boundaries of uh, of Americana and, and challenge people's preconceptions. So there was that kind of sound. There was traditional blues. There was, as we heard, bluegrass. There was indie rock. There was all kinds of music everywhere. Um, and I think that's going to continue as Americana Fest develops. There was a lot of LGBTQ I artists out there. Yeah, it was a good year for blowing up the boundaries. One of the boundaries that really blew up was the what we'll play at the end, which is Mark Rebo. But uh, mm-hmm. one of the things that, that totally exhausted me at going to Americana Fest was trying to keep my brain focused on the stories these singers were singing about. Like one after another was a tale, and I tried to follow all the characters and all this. I don't know how people drink and listen to this music. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> and <laughs> That's yet a good they question. drink copiously. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> it's a, it's a deep philosophical question. <laughs> but you know, there, Bob. But but Bob, when you live these stories, when you live them right, every day, there you go. You got sometimes some people need that glass of bourbon to get through it. I get it. I, these I, are I, literary stories, Anne. <laughs> <laughs> no one's living these stories. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Talk to Rustin Kelly about that. Yeah, and I'm going to also say that Katie Pruitt was an artist. You both know Katie Pruitt because she lives down your way, right? Oh, yeah. I I saw her recently for the first time and, yeah, I I was really impressed with how she holds a crowd and the intensity of the intimacy of her performance. That's that's perfect i couldn't have said that any better because she told this story she starts the song off by just telling the audience basically i had a partner and she was crazy and there's something in katie's eyes when she said the word crazy you knew it wasn't just like she was you know wacky this was not Mm -hmm. wacky crazy and she says uh this song is called grace has a gun and she then sings this song that just gave me chills i'm gonna play that here it's from a uh it says Our Vinyl Live EP is, I guess, the name of it. Here it goes. Boy, you better start running Cause Grace has a gun She's not fooling around, she don't keep it for fun Make sure you approach her with a bulletproof vest Cause when you piss her off, she'll aim right for your chest Whoa
to body and soul And she thinks the scars on her arms mean that she's in control You thought you could convince her That it's all in her head Till you come home one night And the wall's painted red Whoa 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 That line about came home and the painted the room mm-hmm. red just twisted me up. Wow. I was kidding when I said these are all literary stories and no one lives them. <laughs> <laughs> that song, the, her vocal performance on that kind of reminds me of one of the absolute highlights from the Americana Award Show, which was Brandy Carlile singing oh, yeah. The Joke, which oh, was yeah. amazing. Yeah, I mean, this is a young artist who clearly gets why Brandy Carlile is such a powerful communicator. Yes, definitely. Katie Pruitt, Grace Has a Gun. Just before we went into that, uh, we were talking about um, the wide variety and wide scope of things in this music. And I saw Mark Rebo's name on the bill, and I thought, honestly, he's done many worlds from no wave music to Latino music to... Played with Tom Waits. True. But I think of him in this other planet, and, and I honestly had a disconnect as to why he was... It's so... Uh, can be so abrasive and it feels the antithesis of so much of this music but yeah i just guess tom waits who's a you know kind of a twisted soul too but i had no <laughs> idea beautifully I didn't, twisted yes indeed and i didn't know about this new music from mark rebo let's go out on uh, on this and powers you want to tell us about it was a most amazing show that i saw it yeah. uh, at americana fest even though uh, i don't even know what to make of it but wow it blew <laughs> my mind well mark rebo i used to see him all the time in new york too playing with people like john zorn and you know all over the improv scene the avant-garde scene but he you know he is friends with people like t-bone burnett and he'd come to town um to play a set with this young country artist named Logan Ledger, who T-Bone is working with these days. He brought his friends Brad Jones on bass and Chez Smith, who plays with him in the band Ceramic Dog on drums. Extraordinary Mm -hmm. drummer, by the way. I think you would agree, Bob. And, you know, I had walked away from the club. I had seen the Warren Treaty, this amazing duo. They delivered this huge, soulful, bravado set. And I'm like, I'm going home. And then I looked at my app and I saw, (laughs) hmm, Mark Rebo. So I came back. And what what I saw, what you saw, what we saw together was truly a spirit of Americana that I think was singular at the festival. It was a show connected to Mark's project, Songs of Resistance 1942-2018, on which uh, he's released this recording with a whole bunch of collaborators chronicling songs of resistance, political songs from all over the world, and particularly related to uh, our political moment. I'd love to hear, Bob, what your highlight was from the set, but for me it was when Mark did this extraordinary rendition of the Carter family song, when the World's on Fire, uh, which is one of the rare songs from the pioneering country music group in which uh, the patriarch of the group, A.P. Carter, sang the lead vocal. And uh, Mark Rebo has a... He has a functional voice. He has a punk rock voice. <laughs> yeah. and, um, but, but, oh man, he sang this song like, a, like some kind of, you know, prophet. Oh, it was chilling. It was truly one of the great highlights of my year, not just the festival. When he came out, he says, I have this record, it's called uh, Songs of Resistance, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, uh, and there's all these great singers on him and none of them are here. So I'm going <laughs> to do them. And he, he, he just conjured up this, he was like a mad professor. He had a music stand laid out. He had scraps <laughs> of paper all, they were all 
you know, like they had been crumpled, like he got mad yeah. at them, but then thought, no, no, actually pretty good. And, and this, this was the stack, and his, his gray hair sort of shoots straight up in the air at moments. And, and he just, and it was just that trio, like you say, and wow, yes. And you described the Carter family thing just great. And oh, my God, this, what we're going to play is not that, right? I mean, it is that no. music, but it doesn't, I want to hear both of these records. I want to hear the one that he did with all the singers. Yes. And then I want to hear the, the I want to hear him make the record with just that trio too, because that was no, on I fire. No, to- I totally, I totally agree. Although I'll, I'll say, just to tantalize people, Micheline DeGacello, Sam Amidon, Steve Earls, Tiff Merritt, Tom Waits are all on that record. So Check it out. It's an incredible record. Great. Well, let's go out on this uh, version of Knock That Statue Down. Uh, it's an uh, homage to uh, Charlottesville. And uh, Sid Straw is the one singing on this, right? Yes, indeed. With Mark and his uh, funky, punky, <laughs> mad <laughs> professor <laughs> voice. Great. <laughs> Thanks, Julie Height. Thanks, Ann Powers. Thank you, Bob. See you next year at Americana Fest. Thanks you for having us. Please come back next year. You bet. For NPR Music, it's all songs considered. Torchlit Nazis marching On the heart of town I saw A sweet young Charlottesville woman Lying dead on the ground I heard some fool shouting something About the heritage of Mr. Robert E. Lee I said, better find someone else to be proud of Cause we're sick and tired of white supremacy It's time to knock that statue down We're gonna knock that no good statue down We should have done it long ago But we never got around Now we're gonna knock that no good statue down Remember my grandma told me about a family who died in the little town of Auschwitz, Poland. Forty years later, she still sat and cried. So when you talk about your blood and soil, we say, no thank you, Mr. Nazi, not this time. We're gonna knock that no good fascist down. We're gonna knock that no good fascist down Well they did it back in World War II And it's our turn this time around We're gonna knock that no good fascist down Smiling on my cable TV And he seemed just a little bit Confused about our country's history Said if you start tearing down White supremacist statues Well golly gee, where's it all gonna end? I said, take a look in the mirror now Donald calls sometimes in the course of human events You gotta knock that no good tyrant down You gotta knock that tyrant down Go take your good friend Vladimir and Take the next bus out of town We're gonna knock that no good tyrant down Oh yeah, we're gonna knock that no good tyrant Tyrant down. 
Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club, where every bottle tells a story and NPR shows become wines like Weekend Edition Cabernet Sauvignon. Available to adults 21 years or older. Learn more at nprwineclub.org.